Welcome to Freedom Not Control with host Justin Melanson. Every day we hear about freedom being taken away from us and it affects us more and more. From basic privacy to deep technology, how does it affect you and what can you do about it? On today's show, we'll discuss what's being done now and what's coming soon so that you can take back control of your freedom. Now, here is Justin Melanson. Welcome to Freedom Not Control. It's Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. The title for today's show is Till You Accept the Fact That There Is No Virus, You're Not Awake. What I mean by that is until you accept the fact that you've been had on a monumental scale here, as I've exposed in numerous doctors, one of which I've had on the show, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, has exposed with undeniable fact that there is no virus, there is no COVID-19. You're never going to see things clearly then you're never going to be able to see the deception that's going on right now in the world. Now, many people still find it hard to accept that a few people could orchestrate a whole global pandemic hoax. But the fact is, when we understand the structure of how the world's controlled, it becomes relevant relatively straightforward. Now I've talked for months about a global cult, what some call the 1%, a global web of interconnected strands of secret societies, semi-secret groups. And then you have in the public arena, government agencies, all of these groups appear on the surface to be unconnected. Well, they are. You can symbolize this, the way the web works and the structure, just like a global corporation. Let's just say, like a global franchise. We'll just use Pizza Hut, for example. You have the headquarters at one central point in the world. And then in every other country, you have the subsidiaries that operate according to the centrally dictated headquarters. So you go into Pizza Hut in a different area, you go into Pizza Hut in Africa, you go to a Pizza Hut in Italy, you go to a Pizza Hut in Britain, in California, Florida, they're all going to be the same structure. They're all running the same way, just the same way this cult runs. This global cult structures itself just like a major corporation. At the center of the cult and of the web in the shadows, what you have is Satan himself. The one-eyed God that they worship. 
the one from Babylon, the one you see all the celebrities covering up their other eye to worship, the one you see on the dollar bill. That's who these people worship. They worship Satan himself. That's who the Jesuits worship. That's who the fake Jews worship. What I mean by fake Jews is I mean by the Rothschilds. And once you do the research, you'll see that it all ties in together. The Kabbalah, Thelma from Aleister Crawley, they all worship the same one-eyed God, all these secret societies. Once you get to the top, it's all the same thing. The Luciferian, the inner core of the elite, 1%, as you may call it, is Luciferian. They worship Lucifer, Satan. At this inner core, that's the one who's driving the direction of this world. And in each country, they have a subsidiary network of certain families and secret societies that make this run like clockwork. Their job is to impose the will of the center of this core, the will of the devil dictating policy in virtually every country. And in each of these subsidiary networks on a national level, you have the pyramids of government, politics, banking and finance, media ownership, and the medical system. So if you take health policy, the few at the top in each country are dictating how the doctors and the rest of the medical profession have to act and what they have to do. And then what they do is that at an overwhelming scale, they follow it without questioning anything. And those who do question and those who do resist, they find themselves and their careers in serious trouble. They lose their medical licenses, as we've seen. They lose their jobs. They are shunned. And they are outcasts. But at the top of these pyramids in each country, they all answer the same master globally. And therefore, the will... of this Luciferian dictator, Satan himself, is what the policy is written in the world. Because as it says in the Bible, Satan is the ruler of earth. Yes. Till God comes down and takes those believers and takes us to heaven to live an eternal life. This small little bit of life, small little bit of, of existence that we call human here on earth is ran by this. That's why, you know, and I went through this in another show, you know, you sell your soul to the devil, literally, you sell your soul to the devil, rock and roll to be famous. It's been exposed numerous times. It's not even blocked on YouTube. You can search it up. So many of these stars have came forward. 
and they all praise the same person. And it's not the God that we know, the God that Christians know. It's not the true God. It is the fallen angels, the darkness. So if we look at this globally and look at this pandemic, first of all, it's so important. You've got to forget about borders. This cult does not have any borders. They are for the public. This cult is global and operates globally. And one of the biggest centers is China. It always has been. The cult was behind the Chairman Mao revolution that turned China into the first sadistic, communistic tyranny that it is today. And what they've done behind the walls of that series of events to incubate a system that they want to play out globally. China has become a fiercely controlled country, not at least controlled via technology with millions and millions of face recognition cameras, which allow the Chinese authorities to find anyone, often literally in minutes in real time. But in the West, in America, until now, this cult has had to pay some lip service to freedom and to democracy, but only in theory, really. But they have to, up to this point, have to hide behind the propaganda. So the West has been able to move much slower than China in terms of rolling out this fierce draconian Orwellian fascistic control system. But in China, on the other hand, the authorities decide what's going to happen and it just happens. There's no democracy or lip service to freedom they have to deal with over there. So in China, it's moved very, very fast. But now the time has come, as laid out in Agenda 21 from the Rockefeller Foundation years ago, the time has come this year where the cult wants to play out this Chinese model that they have made that works like clockwork. They want to play it out to control the whole world. So ask yourself, since this pandemic hoax has started, what has the West become far more like? China. And it's becoming more and more like it all the time. So how the pandemic, the pandemic or what is now known as the pandemic was played out. First of all, you had people that were ill in Wuhan, China. People ill in Wuhan is extraordinarily common given that Wuhan has appalling toxic air 
which generates tons and tons of respiratory problems daily. And so when these first people started showing symptoms of illness, a handful of them were tested. They took lung fluid and decided it was caused by a virus, but they never isolated and purified it and of itself without any other contaminations or genetic material. Now, if you're gonna prove that a virus exists, and if you're gonna prove that a virus causes an alleged infectious disease, then purification and isolation of that viral material is an absolute must do. You have to do it, and it's never been done. So what you then had in the early days of COVID-19 being diagnosed on symptoms. And what were those symptoms? Flu-like symptoms. Flu-like symptoms, respiratory symptoms in Wuhan, China. Give me a break. So common happens daily, but that's what it was. It was all on symptoms. And now symptoms that were coming from obvious other sources up to that point were all then redesignated to this so-called virus, which they never isolated, purified, and shown to exist. So then they start developing this test called the PCR test. Now the creator of the test, Kerry Mullis, in the 1980s actually said, this test cannot be used to diagnose infectious disease. But that's exactly what they've been doing and using it for. So now they started adding to the diagnosis by symptoms with a PCR test that wasn't testing for the virus that they were claiming to exist. It was testing for an RNA genetic material that was found in the lungs of those people, but had endless other sources and possibilities for why it's there. But the key was the response. They wanted to have the Chinese response of a fierce draconian lockdown to be the response of the rest of the world. Because remember, that's their goal. The lockdown, the vaccine, as I've said from the start, that is their goal. Nothing else matters to them. The figures were going up in all cases and deaths, but the cases were coming from assumption of symptoms. And the test was not testing for the virus. And the deaths were coming from redesignation, and the numbers went up. They were building hospitals in a matter of days to cope with the hysteria and the crisis, but weren't shown on video. You know, people were shown on video collapsing in the street in China at the beginning. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen anyone collapse in the street in the U.S. from the same virus? I don't know anybody that's had the virus. 
because there is no virus. But what they did was they locked down these areas in China with this absolute tyranny. And then out of the blue, the numbers very quickly started falling. And when you're controlling the numbers by your diagnosis and you're controlling this test that's fake, that's not testing for the virus, it's very easy to push the numbers up and then push them back down. So suddenly these hospitals next to no time that were built to cope with the crisis, they're gone. And then you had the World Health Organization who is 100% controlled by Bill Gates, the director, General Tedros, a known terrorist who's been on the payroll of Gates, comes out and says that China is the best way for everyone to respond. Bill Gates then comes out and says something similar. And this is the same Bill Gates who's a eugenicist who wants to reduce the population who has no medical degree, who gives a shit about anybody, does not care about anybody and has killed thousands and thousands of people through vaccination in other countries. And Gates has been the second biggest funder only to the United States, the World Health Organization. When Trump cut off the funds now, Bill Gates owns the World Health Organization because he is the biggest funder. He owns it, and he owns Tedros, the Director General. So then we start moving to the West, and the same process unfolded. As people were told, and the medical profession was told that this virus was spreading, they started to diagnose it on the basis of symptoms, just like in China. And they introduced a PCR test, the same test that doesn't test for the virus. And they said that it's testing and it's working when it really is not. It was never meant for that. The death numbers did not match what we were told then by the deadly nature of this virus. And China was still a long way away in the minds of the most in the West. Some, you know, it's on the other side of the world. So what they needed then was a Western example to frighten the hell out of people in the U.S. They needed a COVID-19 crisis that Western people could relate to. The point of, wow, if it happened there, then it can happen here. So then they chose Italy, an area called Lombardy, which is just like Wuhan, notorious for its toxic air and its respiratory disease. So the official figures, it revealed that 99% of the people have died from COVID-19 had two or more COVID morbidities already in Lombardy. But everyone, was now designated COVID-19 over there. 
And it seemed to be a crisis when old people were dying from things that old people have always died from in that area. A health spokesman for the Italian government later came out and said, actually, we were, quote, generous on designating deaths as COVID-19. Generous, oh, really. In this view, in truth, only about 12% of the people said to have died, died from COVID-19. And the media were full of these scenarios to frighten the hell out of the Western people. So in different countries, the same process on the phone, you had dark suits, not even politicians driving the policy. Politicians that were saying we're being guided by science. Well, who were the scientists? Well, in Great Britain, you have someone called Chris Whitty, the chief medical officer who has big financial connections to Bill Gates. In America, you have Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks, Deborah Burks, big financial connections to Bill Gates. And because they didn't have the death numbers, they had to produce projections to justify lockdowns, which were the plan from the start the Chinese response. So along comes Professor Neil Ferguson in the Imperial College in London, who's owned by Bill Gates. With the fake computer models projection, projecting ludicrous, anyone can see at the time. They're saying that half a million people die in Britain and two million people in America could die or would die. That's what they were claiming. As a result, the countries were swiftly locked down because of computer models. They said, if you don't lock down, this is what's going to happen. And since then, the lockdown has killed far more people than even their fake numbers portray. The fake news today said that we're climbing up to now close to 300,000 people dying from this fake virus. When at, what we were told at the beginning was we were going to lock down for two weeks to flatten the curve and we were going to lock down because 2 million people were going to die here this year. So now they say that we're almost at 300,000. So, as a result, the countries have been locked down because the computer models and it's transformed human society. It's been done on a global scale, which operates in every country, controls the pharmaceutical and health industry in each country. And the few at the top have had the same policy being driven from the center which is being told to designate almost anything that moves as COVID-19 to the point where in the United States, they even introduced financial incentives. So a hospital that diagnoses someone with regular pneumonia gets $4,600. But when you diagnose someone with the same exact symptoms as COVID-19 pneumonia, you get $13,000. And if you put a COVID-19 pneumonia diagnosis on a patient and put a ventilator on them, you get $39,000. And so many of these people put on ventilators for no reason have died. 
So that's the structure and how this pandemic officially, this hoax has been played out. And it's what's driving the daily day policy to transform human society and what they call the new normal, the great reset, a great scam to transform life on earth. So until you come to terms with that, and there's proven facts, you're not gonna be able to see the future. Now, there's a very good, very good article from the Off Guardian website written by a guy called Ian Davis. It's called COVID-19 Evidence of Global Fraud. And what it does is it goes through the evidence that the whole thing is a fraud. It brings into discussion COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2. Does it even exist? Well, no, it doesn't. And the point, it points out that the lies have been told by the World Health Organization to the public. And of course, the lies have been defended by Silicon Valley and been blocked and censored. The same way that Trump has been blocked and censored, same way the conservatives have been blocked and censored. Everything that goes against the official fake narrative has been censored since this whole thing started. Now, a reasonable person using common sense would understand that they wouldn't have to do this unless they were lying to you. They wouldn't have to go to this extent to block and fake this and cover this up and censor you from seeing things just like they censored the Hunter Biden laptop, just like they censored everything else. They censor everything that goes against the official narrative of the World Health Organization. Who's Inspector General? Himself, Tedros, is a liar, a rapist, a murderer, an occultist, and a terrorist. He should be if not executed, he should be in a maximum supermax prison for the crimes that he's committed in throughout his life. Ted Dross. So this article is very, very good article. It's worth reading. Recommend reading it from the Off Guardian website. Ian Davis. But COVID nineteen, the subsequental government responses, subsequent government responses, 
says appear to be part of an international conspiracy to commit fraud. And he's exactly correct. So I'm going to go into we're going to go into a quick a quick break in just a few minutes here, about 30 seconds, and then I'm going to go through this article and recommend everybody going to check this out because pretty much lays out the things that I've just stated. And adds on a couple more facts that will help everybody understand what's going on in the deception. But we'll talk about that when we get back from the break. Take a quick break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. So you know when you're talking to your friends and you say, let me get you in the loop. Well, time out because right now, let me get you in the loop. Those of us who have been fleeing social media, hashtag deleting, have a new place where we can loop each other in, share information, post photos, uh, you know, make comments without being judged, having our posts removed. It's a new social media platform called Life Loop, L-Y-F-E-L-O-O-P. You can download it for free in the Apple App Store, in the Google Play Store, or online at lifeloop.com. This is a new social media platform where you're not going to be banned for any of your opinions that you post. You won't have your posts removed. Spammers are not going to be allowed to attack you. Political ideas, medical ideas, religious ideas, they are all welcomed. And your user safety and your information will be respected and not shared with any third party. There will be proper privacy guidelines in place that you won't have to dig through 10 pages of fine print to figure out. LifeLoop is brand new. Right now, you can choose your own username pretty much. I'm L Graham, easy to find. We're right now in the process of uploading our profile pics, transferring over information if you want to from the other social media platforms that you'll not be using anymore. It's LifeLoop. Find it in the Apple app or the Google Play Store and online at LifeLoop.com. That's L-Y-F-E-L-O-O-P. And I'll find you there. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Freedom, Not Control with Justin Melanson. To reach the show today, we welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at freedomnotcontrol.com. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back and before we went to break, I was talking about an article on the Off Guardian website written by a guy named Ian Davis. It's called COVID-19, Evidence of Global Fraud. And it goes through the evidence that the whole thing is a fraud. It brings in a discussion. Does COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 
And the SARS-CoV-2, for those who don't know, is what they say causes COVID-19. So it SARS, the outbreak that, that we had years ago, a few years ago, that's what they claim is connected. Now, keep in mind, both of these infectious diseases are patented. So keep that in mind. You can look it up. They've both been patented. SARS was patented back then, and COVID-19 was actually patented. It was applied for to be patented by the Rothschilds in 2015, but it was accepted in 2019. So think about that. COVID-19 was applied for a patent in 2015. How did they know to apply for that in 2015? It got accepted in 2019. It's owned by one of the Rothschilds. can't remember the name. It's on my website. Search for it. But point being... The article is good and it is one to point out of the globally coordinated fascistic operation that they are running right now. It seems, it says, it seems there's no evidence that a virus called SARS-CoV-2 causes the disease called COVID-19. Note that no evidence, I would go farther and say that there is no virus called SARS-CoV-2. Well, they've never showed it to exist. And it says, sometimes you have to go with your gut, the writer says. I'm not an expert in genetics. And as I ever stand to be corrected, however, my attention was drawn to some research published by the Spanish Medical Journal. Desol Discovery. Their advisory board of eminently qualified physicians and scientists lends farther credibility to their research, and their claim is astounding. Well, I'd have to note astounding to the public who have bought the lie, but not astounding to anyone such as myself who, who have checked this out, done research, and found these lies months ago. But the genetic primers and probes used in the RT-PCR test to identify SARS-CoV do not target anything specific, let alone a virus. So I'm going to read that back to you again. The genetic primers and probes used in the RT-PCR test and that's the test that they use to identify SARS-CoV. Do not target anything specific, let alone a virus. So like I said before, the test doesn't test from a virus, even out of the mouth of the person that invented the test himself, Kerry Mullis. He states on numerous videos that are still available online, just search them. He says that it's not a test. It doesn't tell you if you're sick. It doesn't test for virus. Uh, 
It doesn't test for anything like that. It's an amplification test that's used for other reasons. So it says that he followed the search techniques outlined in this English translation of the report found in the medical journal. And he collaborates the accuracy of the claims about the nucleotide sequences listed in the World Health Organization's protocols. He says, you can do the same. These are solid discoveries. And it states that there are no tests. Oh, hold on a second. Hello, hello. What did he just say? There's no tests. There has never been a test for SARS-CoV-1. So the official SARS, there's never been a test. So how can there be a test for SARS-CoV-2? There can't. The entire official COVID-19 narrative is a deception, he goes on to state. There is no scientific foundation for any part of it. And he's very true. There isn't. He also says, if these claims are accurate, we can state that there is no evidence of a pandemic, merely the illusion of one. Well, what do you know? Hello. We have suffered incalculable loss for no evident reason other than the ambitions who wish of those who wish to transform the global economy and our society to suit their purposes. In doing so, this parasite class potentially committed countless crimes. Not potentially. They committed countless crimes and they still are committing them down this very second. They're doing it as we speak, I'm sure. And these crimes should be investigated and prosecuted in the court of law. These people should face Nuremberg-style trials. Well, already I can give any genuine law officials a long list of people worldwide that need to be in jail for the rest of their lives. And as I've said before, endless times, they all need to be prosecuted for crimes against humanity. So a section of the article was headed identification of what exactly something I've been pointing out since March and early April, the World Health Organization who classified COVID-19 coronavirus disease in 2019, they declared a global COVID-19 pandemic on March 11th. And this was done by Ted Ross, the crook, who was the director general of the World Health Organization. So 
the World Health Organization Laboratory Testing Guidance states that the logic agent responsible for the cluster of pneumonia cases in Wuhan has been identified as a novel, but it's the same coronavirus family as SARS-CoV and MERS-CoV. via next generation sequences, NGS, from cultured virus or directly from samples received from several pneumonia patients, which has now been proven a total lie, a barefaced lie. The World Health Organization actually has admitted that. But they also claim that SARS-CoV-2 causes the disease we now know as COVID-19. And they also allege this virus has been clearly identified in Wuhan which is absolutely another lie. The Chinese authorities identified a new type of coronavirus, which was isolated on January 7, 2020. On January 12, 2020, China shared the genetic sequence of the novel coronavirus for countries to use in developing specific diagnostic kits. That is a monumental lie. The kits, what we now know as the PCR test, were being developed before the virus pandemic was even played out. It's claimed that a search for the virus when the PCR test is not even search for viruses. And so there's this genetic sequence shared by China. And it wasn't just there to con us into believing a cause and effect that we've identified as a virus. Now it's caused us to believe these tests that don't test for the virus were new tests that were made when in fact they were made in the 80s by a man named Kerry Mullis, who says out of his mouth that they don't test for viruses. So in Australia, scientists from the Dortree Interest Institute announced that they had isolated SARS-CoV-2. When asked to clarify, the scientist says, we have a short RNA sequence from the diagnostic test that can be used in diagnostic, other diagnostic tests. This explains why Australian government state the reliability of COVID-19 tests is uncertain due to limited evidence base. There is 
a limited evidence base available to access the accuracy and clinical utility of available COVID-19 tests. In the UK, in July, a group of concerned academics wrote a letter to the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, in which they asked them to produce independently peer-reviewed scientific evidence proving that COVID-19 had been isolated. To this date, they have received no reply. And so it goes, case after case. And so you will hear people that I've had on my show and people endlessly since March have proven that there is no virus. The virus has not been isolated, which is called Koch postulance. It's been done since the 1800s. So since you haven't isolated and proven that a virus exists, then what do you have? You have no virus. But you go through paper after paper after paper as people like Dr. Andrew Kaufman have and you find that they haven't ever isolated a virus. They haven't at all. They're making it up. So the article goes in terms of tests. It shows it's not actually testing for the virus. And supports everything that I've been saying, the evidence, it's all based on a lie. And this is the same reason that I've been banned on multiple different social medias because I speak the truth and I don't hold it back. As Dr. Kaufman says, that I remind him of one of his mentors when he was on the show. I was honored that he said that. But um, what he said is basically I have to, I'm a type of person that's pretty cut and dry. That's how I've been all my life. It's either it's fact or it's not. I don't bend the truth. It's either fact or fraud. You know, I investigate it until I know without a doubt if it's a scam. Or it's true. And people, you've been scammed. So, the latest proof that there is no virus actually came out a little over a week ago. And this came from someone at Johns Hopkins University in America, which is very, very significant because Johns Hopkins, the whole organization is massively involved in this global scam. It was funded enormously by Bill Gates. It's created by the Rockefeller Foundation, but it's funded now by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation who control it. Very significant because of that. Someone's from John Hopkins posted an article on the website. 
that question whether we've been told the truth in terms of figures and the death figures. The Johns Hopkins organization then deleted it. Of course they did. But thanks to the Wayback Machine, which allows you to go back and see articles that were deleted, the article is still able to be seen. So let's take a look at what was said by this lady called Genevieve Bria. She's an assistant program director of the Applied Economics with the master's degree at Hopkins. And this article here points out that according to new data, the U.S. currently ranks first in total of COVID-19 cases, new cases per day and deaths. Well, this research by Genevieve puts a big question mark on that, on all the numbers, because it's all a scam. So she analyzed the effect of COVID-19 on deaths using the data, official data from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. And she presented it in her webinar titled COVID-19 Death. So look at US data, what you could see in fact, and you can read the full article on my website, but let's look directly at the COVID-19 deaths, she says. She focused on total deaths per age and per cause of death in the US, but this will apply around the world. So it uses shed light on just an example for COVID-19. But the conclusion is she explained that the significance of COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. can be fully understand only through a comparison to the numbers of total deaths in the United States. And that's obvious. You have to take the total deaths. This is what Dr. Carbon has stated from the start. We've got a pandemic. If we're saying that there's a pandemic here, the total death number overall out of everything has to go up. You can't have a pandemic and have the death toll stay the same or go down. It has to go up. But we haven't seen that. And I've been saying that from the start. But she states that here. So there has to be a rise in number of deaths. And it has to be a very, very significant rise, she states. Or they're not telling us the truth. She turns out in Brianna's research that that's not the case at all. She finds there was no rise in total deaths. She says she was shocked when she ran the data. And after reviewing the data on the CDC website, she compiled a graph representing the percentage of total deaths per age and per category from early February to early September which includes the period before what they say COVID-19 was detected in the United States and after the infection rates, which came from a test. Again, that's not testing for a virus, but they say the right sort. Surprisingly, not to some of us, of course, the deaths of older people stayed the same. 
before and after COVID-19. Since COVID-19 mainly affects elderly, that's what they say, experts expected an increase of a percentage of death in older people, which is exactly what you'd expect if you've got a new disease that's taking the lives of older people on top of other things. However, this increase was not seen in the CDC data. In fact, the percentage of deaths among all age groups remain relatively the same. She states, how could this be? Well, because there was no new deaths. There was no new disease. It was just a redesignation of all deaths. When you're redesignating the real cause of death to COVID-19 to frighten the global population into believing there's a fake virus, then you need people dying of other causes that you can redesignate it. So you can't use young people. You have to use people that die all the time anyway. So older people, nursing homes, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to be wrapping up. I'm going to be wrapping up in a minute here. But I hope you get the point. I hope you realize this point that I'm trying to ring across to everybody. And if you take nothing away from this, but the fact that the virus is not real, then that's all you need to take away. Because once you see that, you see all the deception. You see all the lies. And the only way to keep our freedom is to recognize who's trying to take it from us so that we can stop it, unite together. And that's all I have for this week, guys. I'll see you again next week. Freedom Not Control. Thank you for listening to Freedom Not Control. Please join your host, Justin Melanson, for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until the next show, we wish you a great week.